0: The outcome of an opioid emergency may depend on a quick response. Accidental overdose can happen anytime, even if the opioid pain medicine is prescribed. Due to COVID-19, emergency services could be slower to arrive. Get prepared. Get Naloxone, a potentially life-saving reversal agent with no prescription directly from your pharmacy. Having Naloxone available allows you to respond first, not a substitute for emergency medical care. Learn more at opioidsafetyplan.com. That's O-P-I-O-I-D safetyplan.com. Hey Jamie, how are you? Uh I'm alright. I've been better. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, how are
1: you? I'm good. I think we all could be better, but I think huh? as Mike would say, these are the good days, so it could always be worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh so we'll just say that like we're just trying to you know, live as positively as possible. So <laughs> maybe it could always be a little bit worse, so you're getting a new place, you got some movers scheduled, you're going to be out of that place soon, moving into a very safe neighborhood, and you're healthy, so everything's good. I mean, I'm sure it feels like shit, but in the long term, you'll be, you'll be much better off than you were today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, th- well, I'm going to leave this in the podcast, if that's okay with you, because I think that's that fine. pretty... And, anyway, welcome, friends, to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. And, again, we are in week 179 of the quarantine.
0: (laughs) Oh, wait, Iris, you forgot how you were going to welcome people now. Oh, yes.
1: Hold on. Backtrack that. So, yes, again, welcome to the podcast. And let me go back. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Iris here. Iris and Jamie here with Girl We Have to Talk podcast on the 199th day of the quarantine. (laughs) Oh, we've been quarantined forever, uh, and I do, you know, I'm imagining that I won't be quarantined for much longer. I think I'm going to just keep saying that. I'm just going to be like, well, you know, just a few more weeks. It's easier than yeah. not saying
0: that. Well, I mean, it's all relative to how you look at time. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Everything's a few more weeks. I'll be 50 in a few more weeks. So. I mean,
0: technically, you haven't been quarantined at all because we're sheltering in place. So... I... Feel very quarantined.
1: I don't know how people. I think if it was like a true lockdown, I don't know what I would do. I have to leave my house. Well, I would have be to a leave.
0: true lockdown because honestly, we're doing from what I read what Italy is doing. We're doing the same thing.
1: Uh, I thought Italy was a little bit worse. Like you could actually get like a like a ticket. Like they could arrest you. You
0: can't like, out here.
1: I think only if you go to certain spots, though. Like I mean, as you, you can, can call see, the police, and I will. I would not. I mean, now, are, are
0: police patrolling out? I mean, like, maybe in Italy they're out on the streets already. I don't know. But yes, you know, they are. That the police are busy doing other things, like dealing with fucking shootings, uh, maybe that The thing is, actually,
1: know. they're not, though. That's the thing, Jamie, is, like, that's another one of the side effects of quarantine that somebody brought up in Chicago. Everyone is under this illusion that they're like, oh, my gosh, well, you know, because everyone's quarantined, according to the media, which is, like... I have so many issues with them, but whatever. It okay. would seem that the violence has actually gotten better, but actually, that is not true. So it's because oh, I of know. the fact that, I the know. Fact that we're so focused. In my neighborhood. Yes, all yeah. over the city. And it's because we're so focused on the quarantine, which, again, we should be. It's a big deal. Like, it is taking away from the other areas that the police have to worry about. Actually, what the police have been doing mostly, which is why Lori Lightfoot came out and said, please only call the police if there's an emergency they've been calling because of the increased amount of people just complaining about their neighbors like people are complaining about their neighbors unfortunately there's also a drastic intake of more domestic violence occurring which is scary um and there's like more neighborly like people who live in apartment buildings and condo buildings like they're getting into it with each other it's like the i would be so interested because i'm a little bit of a nerd but like not in the math sense, but, like, a nerd in terms of, like, I'm really very interested in, like, social interactions and social discourse. I would be so interested in seeing some research about outside of the fact that we're all petrified of catching mm-hmm. this virus. Like, what else has happened? Because I have a feeling a lot of other, like, undercover shit, like, marriages falling apart. Although me and Mike have been getting along really great. like, But oh, that's, that's because... Well, you know, we've lived in a studio together before. We've mm-hmm. slept on a couch together before because we didn't have a bed. <laughs> and now yeah, so we're like so you're right hot. now we have a big house, so we're like very used to each other. So I mean, then again, it's only a hundred. It's only day one hundred and ninety nine. So we'll see <laughs> what happens after that. Um, but otherwise, you know, everything is, is, is as well as can be expected. I, I just think we all just there, there's literally nothing we can do, which is I think hard for people, especially myself. I'm a control freak. It's really hard to, that there is like nothing that we can do historically if I've ever been worried about like losing my job or anything like that I would just be like okay the you should be proactive and look for another job Mm -hmm. and there's always these people who are like there's still people hiring I'm like yes but there's not 6.2 million people hiring which is how many people are unemployed right now Mm -hmm. so I just think I also really get fucking irritated when people say that every time I go on LinkedIn and there's like well, you know, like what you should be doing right now, Gwyneth Paltrow, is like learning a new skill. And I'm like That's Bitch. what she said? Oh my God, yeah. She said we should all be like writing a new writing a book or learning how to play music.
0: Oh and, no. like, this is not the time to do that.
1: The time like the thing is like people in those spaces where it's like you don't realize how fucking traumatic this is for people. Like they're worried about their health. And they're worried about like their life, like, like livelihood. Like it's not, it's not like a time. Like I hate that. Like the the out of touchness of people. Like I'm super lucky, blessed, grateful, however you want to say it, that I am still working. Mike is still working. But like, I'm so very aware of the people who are not working and it just gets worse every week. And I just hate it when people are like, not paying attention to that. Of course we should stay home. Of course we should do all of those things. But also we really need to be pushing our government officials to think about like, what is the plan after this? Mm-hmm. Because this is bad. Well, this yeah, I know really
0: Pelosi was saying that there needs to be another bill and not on infrastructure, but to help people, uh to help the American people more. Um
1: Absolutely. But and I Nancy mean Pelosi it's not is enough. Correct. <laughs> but like it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little
0: it's too, not enough. It's a it's a little too little too late. And I'm not blaming her necessarily, obviously. It's you know, it's not not her personally, but um I think it's just I don't know. I've always felt like A real big uh, weakness of this country was that there's such uh, individualism, and Mm -hmm. because our country was really founded on that, it's so deep. It just runs so deep. And unfortunately, I think that the amount of individualism is really affecting us in so many areas. Um, and just like, oh no, everybody should just have the ability to just pick up their bootstraps and continue. And it just, that's okay. the American thought process exactly. is that
1: we should all be able to do that. right And that's just, what
0: Gwen is saying here. It's like, yeah, just do it. You can do it.
1: Yeah. And, and it's not possible. Right.
0: It like as a person like for everybody, <laughs> no, yeah.
1: and it's not going to work like that for lots of people because right. honestly, right. there are. Even when things go back to normal, a lot of economists have said, like, the economy will rebound quickly because this is going to be a different type of recession. However, people are going to be still so afraid of the long-term impacts.
0: I've heard yeah, people say, it's going like. To change behavior, how people behave. And right. also, though, I want to remind you how, how amazing, the amazing ability we have to forget. <laughs> right
1: oh yes don't worry like i i think the la- well we weren't on the podcast but we were joking with the people in, in our friday virtual wine group about like how come may people are going to be like just out and about and like partying just like usual and i do believe that i really do feel but
0: a lot of positivity a, a huge long-term impact more than we can ever imagine which i think is exactly yeah
1: yes um yeah, and you know, i just think that good things
0: too maybe they won't be all bad
1: No, no, I think there's definitely going to be good things. I was talking to somebody already, and I think there's a lot of good things that are happening. For instance, there are, like, no dogs, like, no dogs in the pound right now, which is such a minuscule, basic bitch thing to say. But, like, when you think about the fact that there's, like, 400 – like, so I'm just like, okay, well – At least, like, that's happening. I mean, there's it's it's small things, but there are some good things that happen, and it's nice to be able to see, like, a little bit of a silver lining because it can be dark listening to the news every day, especially because I really don't feel that they report anything positive that's happening. It's like we've gotten into this place of really just wanting to focus on the negative. So, like, even today you posted that Illinois is flattening the curve. Yeah. Lots of cities are flattening the curve, including Seattle and California, yes. and no one yes. ever and talks about that. Also. Yes, and, and I feel even like... Even though they're
0: yeah. in much of a crisis, I think, you know, they are doing a lot to flatten it. Their curve is just much higher. It's just a massive curve, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and also there is some news coming out of the University of Washington, which is very renowned, and they were saying that, like, the projections that we were going to run out of medical beds because of the fact that most of us, mo- like literally most of us, have been doing what we can do to flatten the curve. The projections are now showing that we are not going to run out of medical Yay, beds. Like, so, I mean, and, right, there is good news. And I just feel like obviously we can't all be sunshine and rainbows, Like, yeah. which is my preference. My preference is sunshine and rainbows. I get it. <laughs> we can't do that. But, like, also, like, it doesn't need to be every day, like, doing, like, especially if there are good things happening. I totally agree
0: with you, Iris. And um, there is a uh, website. I believe it's a website, but I know it is a Facebook page that I have on my feed, and you can also get their newsletter. They're called The Good News Network. And yes, I
1: I have that because okay, so, that's my uh, life. I'm like but, I need to tell and then me the
0: something. That nice. is Unify that I have. Oh, I would like that. Yeah, Unify is all about like how people are coming together and articles about that. So you see a lot of articles about millions of trees were planted and um, you know we're cleaning up the plastic in the oceans and stuff like that. Similar stuff to Good yeah. News Network, but some different stuff. So, but I totally agree with you. And unfortunately, again, I think this is where um, like it's it. it it's a different concept than individualism, but it's a part of American culture that now we are conditioned around fear. And Mm -hmm. so that's what we respond to. And so unfortunately that's, and because our culture is so um, big on consumerism and uh, yeah, consumerism, I think actually is the best way to explain it. um, That's how the media functions Mm -hmm. is on fear. So I, I really hope some of our values can start shifting because always, I've always, i always felt like our values were so, uh, like individualism and consumerism, they're so within the foundation that it was going to be really, really hard to shake those. But maybe something like this will make a difference. I, I hope it will.
1: I know the one thing that is definitely going to make us all different after this is definitely Tiger Man. I feel like Tiger Man has changed Tiger my King? Life. Tiger King, Tiger Man, I focus <laughs> on the man because Joe Exotic.
0: You don't Harris, like to call him a king. I totally get it.
1: No, no, no. He's just a man. He's just a man. But he's a man that we can all get behind and support. This I know. Can this. you I'm imagine because...
0: if he was president? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. This would be so much better, Iris. What Everybody would listen? have tigers. It would be great. We- We would all have
1: tigers.
0: We'd probably have
1: some meth, and we would definitely all. (laughs) And that and that bitch Carol
0: would be in jail. I'm just that
1: bitch Carol down in Florida would definitely be in jail, (laughs) which. All jokes aside, probably she should be. Like, like, Carol, don't come after us. If you happen to stumble upon this podcast, please don't cover us in sardine oil. Yeah, and, I, and, and, and I'm
0: saying – I'm using the word bitch because that's not really one of my favorite words I'm using. No, but it's
1: what Joe said. That's how – Joe always refers to her as that bitch Carol Basket. Like, right, exactly. I don't think he's ever not said that. Like, I don't think there was a time – I would be willing to go back and watch and count – I don't think there's very many times where he doesn't refer to her as that bitch before her name, and also, yeah. always her whole name. It's always Carol Basket. It's never just Carol. It's Carol Basket. Well,
0: you got to know who always. you're talking about. I mean, there's, you know, it, it, there's, there's, there's many, Carol. there's many
1: bitches Carol's. There's many bitches, <laughs> but this this particular one is Carol Basket from down in Florida, which is also
0: That's very so specific. Funny. Is that feuds like that? I mean, they must have. I mean, they they what they both admitted on this documentary that they both benefited from the feud, because absolutely of the notoriety. So uh-huh. interesting. And I mean,
1: I'm sure Carol Baskin and her cool cats and kittens are probably even more <laughs> famous now because I literally had never heard of Carol Baskin before, and now I'm just like obsessed with her. I mean, I'm obsessed with her in the fact that I want her to go to jail because I'm pretty sure she killed her husband. But I still am obsessed. I'm interested. I'm not trying to go down and see her tigers, but I am interested.
0: Yeah, it I, it is interesting, and I I wish something they would have focused on more because they did a little bit at the end. But I think what's so always so fascinating to me is is the progression, right? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, like even in this time in this pandemic, I think you could we could probably find this too that like. Things start off with good intentions, and then they just go awry at some point yeah so i
1: really i love... feel like this mm-hmm. i feel like this po- they they have a podcast actually, and it apparently goes into more of what you're saying Oh. Like, it's yes, a it's a little bit more of a deep dive, yeah it's a little bit more of the deep dive the I think the Netflix was just for entertainment and entertain yeah. me it did
0: sure. <laughs> um, <That's true. laughs>
1: So I think that that was its purpose, but I think the document, the the podcast, as podcasts often are, I think that it was like it goes like a, a real deep dive, which I'm also like I think that's going to be one of the things I listen to next because I watched it and I never I I very oftentimes watch something and I'll be like oh this was just enough like I this was just enough for me like I can't remember what other. Documentary we both watched, like "Don't Fuck with Cats." Yes. I was like, "That was ju- that was just enough for me. I felt it. I loved it. I, this, but it was just enough." I walked away from Tiger King being like, "Give me more. <laughs> I, I, could t- I could take more of this." Like, yeah, was so I think it was just
0: there. enough for me. That last part about how many tigers are in captivity versus how many are in the wild made me so sad.
1: I, well, yes, but also, though, like I'm interested in. I mean, we saw what Joe was doing, which honestly, Joe is like he's the exposed wound, right? He's like yeah. the thing you see, but there's like some cancers in there. And I would love to like do a deeper dive on like what's going on with Doc Antle. Like, oh my god, he gosh. even told us, yeah, like
0: he was, I so, mean, he, he was so poised, he was, he, yeah, he was so sick sneaky yeah
1: oh so sneaky and he's like you can't you wouldn't understand my lifestyle or you couldn't handle my lifestyle right or like Like, him
0: when he was like oh I know where you're going with this question and I'm not gonna go like I'm smarter than you kind of thing oh
1: yeah like that's why I'm just like I'm interested in somebody like digging into that situation like tell me a little bit more and I feel like we can get there by Really working closely together with the cocaine dealer, who seemed to be a very nice gentleman, <laughs> like out of everyone on the show, the, the guy who went to jail. Dealer. Oh, oh Joe. The Famous, yeah, Joe. The fa- no, 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 Wait. like the famous drug dealer. Do you remember at the very beginning? There is a dude who's like this famous drug dealer who like murdered somebody on his property and like went to jail for a couple of years and got out, oh, and I'm he has. And
0: like, he's also in Florida, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, he
1: uh, he was the most normal of all of the people on the show. Him and guy <laughs> with no legs. So I would be very interested. Yeah. Like, I'm like. Yeah, oh, wait. Like, no. Too no.
0: Uh, the, the worker. I think the most normal was the worker who got their arm. Uh, amped
1: yes. Legs absolutely they,
0: she was was it she or they I feel like she was she's she I
1: like identified she
0: as she she, she did. did say okay. that okay. I yeah remember because I remember her talking about maybe like being identified and I, I don't know but okay so it was her okay
1: she said that she was a she. Um, But, you know, maybe she did that to simplify it for TV because people are assholes. I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: hopefully that's not my own, because I don't think I would I'm assuming that based on how she looked. I thought I (laughs) I heard her say something about a different pronoun, so.
1: And I think that, like, that was one of the reasons people liked Joe, is because he was crazy as fuck, but, like, they felt accepted by him, and I don't know that he really accepted them. I think he was using them, but I'm just saying he felt, they felt they felt it. I
0: think he no I think he did I think he um was the kind of person who would roll with anybody that he was a pretty non-judgmental person but I think that's
1: the thing is like you have to go listen to the podcast oh, really? I feel like we should like
0: yes oh, yeah. we should talk about this you later get a totally different okay right. yes
1: apparently like he was not nice oh. like apparently he was not he wasn't good to the animals or the good people there and that was one of the biggest complaints that the podcasters had about the Netflix documentary. Is that it kind of like put him into this like you come away from it slightly rooting for him, yeah. and they're like, no, 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 this is like a bad okay. guy. So anyway, okay. we should talk. I'm gonna like you. We should try to listen to it and maybe talk about it because I think it'll give you. It's like nice to have watched and re- listened to both because it gives you like a different perspective. Okay. Also showed you that podcasting is basically true journalism because okay. I really think you get a lot of true stories when you listen to podcasts mm-hmm. versus the shit that's on TV. So well, anyway, as unpacking yes, as you're packing and unpacking. Yeah. We can talk about it later. We'll talk about it post quarantine,
0: post shelter in place. Okay. So
1: we'll give you a little bit of time so in two
0: years. Answer. I'm just kidding. Yes, uh,
1: In three years, we will discuss <laughs> three... this podcast
0: when well, no one's talking about it anymore. Exactly. How many episodes Um, is it? Is it long?
1: I I think it's still going. It's not that long. Oh, It's like, it's this thing that's still happening. Um, Okay. Okay. So, anyway, I don't want to keep us talking too much crap because I do have, like, two questions for us. Yeah. But the last thing I want to bring up. Okay. Before we jump into my Mm -hmm. questions is the Kardashians, which you have not watched, but I have told you about it. What so first of all, Kim is being super nice to Tristan. Like she invited him to what? dinner and yes, but I feel like the Kardashians are setting us up. Like they're setting me up
0: to yeah, is she like believe strike or something? Like is she setting a trap? <laughs> I know I think she's
1: setting me up to be like oh Tristan is actually okay like he's a nice guy like that's the that's the edit they're giving him right now like he's trying super hard I also heard that him and Chloe are quarantining together or they were and I'm just like you guys are trying to like butter us up so that when she gets back to him we're not judging the shit out of her. Which is like whatever. I'm gonna not judge you because I actually don't fucking care. But that's kind of like the the read that I'm getting on it is like him slowly being back in, and Chloe's like, "I'm not so sure about this." And I'm like, "Oh bullshit! You're probably just fine with this because you probably are already back." Wait, together. how uh,
0: did you did you you must have read about this because obviously this wasn't taped yet that they're in court.
1: So. The I read about them being quarantined together and on the first episode it is when Kim is like being super nice to him and like referring to him as her friend and saying that she like kind of forgives him and Chloe's like on the fence about everything so I'm kind of like okay this is bullshit I can kind of see where this is going. Um, but I'm still going to watch because I'm fucking stuck in the house for 199 days. So. Yeah, and I, I think just am over that it. show
0: for right now. Maybe I'll get back into it. But I used to, like, be excited. And now I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to watch that.
1: You haven't gotten to a dark enough place yet, Jamie. Just wait a second. I like, mean, I've got a lot
0: more time to get to a dark place because I'm too busy to get to. Although, yeah, I, although I was feeling a little bit today, honestly, before we did this because I wasn't even sure if I was going to have to. <laughs> Because of just all the crazy shit going on with the condo, and then there was a shooting last night on my corner. Um, mm-hmm. And I,
1: you're and too I busy. was, I was
0: kind of like, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> you, you are too busy for
1: the Kardashians right now. Yeah, when you're in your nice, safe, quiet, Raven. Oh my gosh, I can't is- wait. I
0: can't. Yeah. That'll be you're going be, be bored enough to watch the Kardashians. <laughs> exactly idea.
1: hopefully the car hopefully the quarantine will be over by the time you move, but if it's well, not I'm moving you in. will you will be yeah i did I
0: did end up getting something in two weeks, so I don't know that it will, but we'll see
1: no, 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 we'll still be quarantined. well because I mean, oh, wait two from now wait. I mean, no, okay. we
0: definitely will be because shelter in place
1: yeah until
0: the three yeah of I
1: mean because Exactly. Well, when we're recording this, guys, we're, it's like currently April seventh or 6th. i I've lost count of what day it is, but it's early April. It's pre-Easter, pre-Passover. Passover is next week. Easter's next week. So it is early April. So by the time you listen to this, it might be the end of the quarantine. And Jamie, probably you'll be moving by the time this comes I'll out. Hope. But yes. Yeah. You'll probably be moved. Yeah, because
0: I, I, I so, just set the date for the eighteenth, so two weeks from today. I love
1: that. I would help you. I love helping people move and unpack actually. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't want to go outside of my yeah, house. Yeah, I'd rather you be afraid. afraid.
0: I mean, I'm not super excited myself about doing it, but considering, you know, the shooting and then and that this is oh, yeah. the fourth shooting. Of the week. Yeah. Can you believe that? I and just saw the article this morning on that.
1: It's because we're all sheltering in place. That's why, girl. Like, uh, it's because of, I have like, it for a
0: bit. But, yeah, I think it's that it's just, it, I, I mean. If people are getting, it's have it been, Yeah, right. It would have been fine. But now that it's longer. So, yeah. yeah I'll be.
1: And, and, you know, apparently there's people out there that are like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's go shoot on the corner. That's apparently a thing. So, yeah. I'm happy for you that you're moving. You. Um, and, anyway, I'm excited to see your place. And you haven't seen my place. I haven't seen your place. So it's going to be wonderful. We can both see each other's places. Maybe my house will be decorated by then. I still have two empty rooms that I need to decorate that I'm afraid to decorate because I'm just like, well, I don't really know what's going on right now. So I'm not trying to spend any money. But I I do think this weekend, I do think this weekend, I am going to at least do my backyard. Like I figured out a diy way to do like a fire pit back there and me and mike are gonna just do that because it's a low-cost thing and it's gonna be nice even if we're quarantined even if it's just like yesterday we were quarantined and it was so nice so it would have been nice to be able to sit outside so at the very least we're gonna have like a like a semi-nice backyard and then the rest of the house hopefully will come together eventually (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so let's jump into the questions oh also kim and courtney got into a fist fight so, that was um, also yeah. crazy. I mean, I, with
0: that show, oh. oh, you have to assume everything is for the cameras. You can't assume that anything is real. I mean, although some so of it probably he, is. So, you can... That's you what can I was going to say. Some is, but I don't know what is. So, like, this could be not real. Or it could be...
1: I I think the fist fight was real. I think that, okay. like, Kim being friendly to Tristan is fake. But the fist fight, like, Courtney actually scratched Kim. Like, you could see it. And, like, you could hear him crying like it was if you watch it it seems like like a like an actual reaction to somebody attacking you so I do think that part of it was real and I think the Tristan thing is fake but I will continue to report back to you since you're not watching this I will give you updates on okay. the shit show yeah, that is in
0: Kardashians because yeah, oh, yeah I it. honestly don't know how I'll make it if I don't get updates so it's, it's I know funny. you'll
1: be it'll it'll be sad for you so that's why I'm gonna
0: <laughs> do this public
1: service for you by letting you know what's happening i'm also going to start watching total divas or total bellas and i will keep you posted yeah well.
0: i i don't know why hulu hasn't alerted me to that total bellas is new because it's not yeah new, i right? think it
1: started started yes yeah i think it started this week um oh. I'm excited! both of the 20 yeah, yeah it's new new like it just started. okay and i'm really excited that the girls are pregnant together they're so cute wait I wish I nicole pregnant.
0: nikki's pregnant Girl. Yes. Wow.
1: Nikki's pregnant and so is Bree. They're both pregnant together. Nikki's engaged to the dancer dude. Yeah, I knew that yeah, was happening,
0: but I just didn't know. Wow. She's pretty I, she's pretty I, pregnant
1: I I too. To like I think she's probably news. like That's surprising. No. Like I mean it it was in the news. You gotta Google it. She's like five she's pretty far along. I'm gonna assume she's like maybe five, mm-hmm. maybe even six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, it's cute. I'm happy for her. Like, yeah, John great. Cena kind of was a drag on my soul. So I'm really excited for mm-hmm. her. Cool. Okay. You ready to jump into the questions? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So the questions we have this week are kind of just random. We have decided to just go in a random question. So we're just answering questions that have been presented that seem kind of, like, interesting and non-hopefully quarantine-related so, <laughs> so people won't be depressed. Um, okay. So first question. I've got a weird question, and I'm not sure there's a right answer, but I'd still like to get opinions from others. So, like many folks out here, my job is currently shuttered due to the pandemic. Okay, well, this question is about the pandemic. Sorry. <laughs> I, have some, <laughs> uh, I have some doubt it will return as I was getting, um, getting hours shaved in the few weeks before this mess as a cost-cutting measure. I was already minimally employed before the shavings began, so I was hurting before it went dark. So the first thing I did when I became unemployed was apply for one of the 100,000 temp jobs at Amazon. Because of the way they hire, I got the job offer in hand. Essentially, I'll be making the same amount of money as I was before the hours reduction. This ends up being about half of what I'd get on unemployment for the next four months on account of the $600 a week being passed through Congress. But that's four months. This virus could be a problem for much longer than that. And if I don't start working now with the job I know I have, temporarily though temporary though it may be, I will also be competing with potentially three million, or maybe four million more months from now, all hungry as hell because 600, the 600 dollars ran out. Maybe they'll extend it, but that's not a guarantee at all. But then I'm also putting myself at an additional risk for less money. As an aside, I'm a bit overqualified for both my current job and the Amazon job, but due to circumstances, I ended up with a bit of an eclectic resume and a large gap prior to my current situation. It's been hard finding people to call me back for writing, editing, management-type stuff. Neither the current job nor the Amazon job would obviously help me towards that goal. But I'm also concerned about the job market being far worse than it was prior to this, even after the stay-at-home orders are lifted. Anyway, I'd greatly appreciate any advisor input or wild guesses anyone has for me. Thanks. So
0: what's the question here?
1: Okay. So I get this question, actually, because I was talking to somebody, like, personally Mm -hmm. about it. Um, This guy was laid off from his Mm -hmm. job, and he was kind of making shit money before. He doesn't think his job is going to come back. Um, so he started applying for jobs and he got a job at Amazon, a temporary job. And in this temporary job, he will be making as much money as he would have made working at his job, um, like before they started shaving his hours. So let's assume it's like a decent wage. Mm -hmm. Um, he would be making a decent wage in this temporary job, but it's temporary. It's not in his field. Actually, apparently it sounds like he hasn't been able to work in his field because the job that he lost and this Amazon job are both kind of not what he's looking to do. I'm assuming this is a he. It could be a she. Sorry. But anyway, they also got their unemployment. So they could get unemployment from the job they were making – Um, that they were working before, Uh, which would basically be the equivalent of what they were making at Amazon. uh, Um, But also they would get the $600 stimulus money, which the government has put in place for four months because everybody's getting that in addition to their um, unemployment now. So you get this $1,200 stimulus check. Plus if you're unemployed due to the uh, coronavirus, you're getting additional funding on your unemployment as well in the amount of $600. So let's say that Yeah, yeah. It is really good. It's only for four months, though. Um, Mm -hmm. Potentially, they might extend it, but as of right now, today, in April, that's what they're suggesting. Mm -hmm. As a person who actually works in human resources and not to be, like, an asshole, I consider myself actually an expert in human resources and job creation. Four months is not going to be long enough. It really should actually be for a year, but that's really neither here nor there. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Well, they might be following what Canada's doing because Canada's giving people money for four months, although it's way more, and it's not just for people who are unemployed.
1: Right, and also Canada, like their situation is going to be less dire than ours. Yeah. Is. Like, if you look at what's going to happen there, they're not going to be as fucked as as we are because they were
0: prepared. So well, like, but here's the um, thing, though: cause... everybody is affected because the U.S. is affected. Yeah. Yes,
1: but they won't have like the restaurant, like
0: yeah, big not as much. It's that true. Happen. It's true. But like,
1: it, it'll be. They'll, less. They'll... yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, our economy is a huge part of the world economy. So, yes, everyone's going to be impacted. But, I mean, again, like, people who work, like, my friends, like, the people, like, book club Sarah, she is still working. And same thing with Erica, also still working because their biggest clients are in China. So, (laughs) If they can get back if, – if we get back to work, then it will be much the same of what's happening in China, although China is probably lying, and I think people there are still dying. Anyway, what this guy is asking, is he <laughs> just wants to know, would it be a better idea for him to, keep, to take the unemployment? Because, okay, so I think also at the core of it is he's saying these are not his dream jobs. Yeah. So should he take the unemployment plus the stimulus for this four-month period – and you know work on you know getting to the job that he wants to get like these two jobs are not helping his resume mm-hmm. it sounds like he's saying that his resume already kind of sucks because he hasn't been doing what he wants to do I um, he also has large gaps on it um, or because he's like also in a couple of months the economy could be really shit and maybe it would have been better to at least just be working should I take the job at Amazon and you know potentially make less than I would make on unemployment that's the question and I think a lot of people are asking yeah. Um because again right now you could be working at Domino's like you could go get a job do- delivering mm-hmm. Domino's pizza mm-hmm. you could work at Walmart you could work at Target you could work at Amazon or you could get unemployment plus the $600 stimulus like it is re- right now you would get paid more in a lot of situations to just take unemployment um, so I think his question is you know I have this job should I take this temporary job which isn't necessarily in my field and kind of just get the unemployment and take the next couple of months to stay healthy and then maybe work on my resume. I know he didn't say that, but like he should do mm-hmm. that. Um, if he decides to do it or should he be cautious and just take the job at Amazon? Cause at least he'd be working. Well,
0: I think it depends on how, like how it feels to be working versus not working. Cause I think the reality right. is, is that this Amazon job is going to be available in four months. And Probably. so it, I think it's like, are you going to go uh, like some people, uh, you know, would do anything to work right now if they had the opportunity, um, but it's not mm-hmm. safe. So if this person feels like it's safe and they feel, and they just feel better, like, I think it's about mental health. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Yeah. It's like where you, mentally will you feel the best? Um, if it's working, right. then work. If not, then I don't think you, I think you can find a job in four months. So I don't think that you know the job well i mean i guess it's possible that everybody's gonna like i guess because unemployment's high and you know, there's millions of people out of work that i guess theoretically in four months everybody could do that they could go out and look, get a job at amazon i doubt I, that's what he's thinking uh, oh did he say that specifically in there
1: yeah oh. he was like he was like if i he was, he was saying like in a couple of months if i wait like Basically, yeah, like, if I wait I mean, a couple of months... I don't know.
0: I think, well, it's so hard to why, say what I, I miss out on these I think jobs that in normal times, what, you know, there are jobs like that available because the reality is, is people don't want to work them, even if they're not working. But, like, desperate times are different. And so that's true. I mean, that is something to take into account. Um, so, yeah, I guess it depends on how much of a risk he wants to take.
1: Totally. Like, I, I think it would be really, really difficult for me to make that decision because like i was i was thinking about that myself because like i was really concerned about and i'm still concerned about like if i got let go from my job like what would i do like and then i ran into this woman who needs somebody to do like Mm -hmm. scheduling um at her nursing home which sounds dangerous because like working at a nursing
0: home Mm -hmm. right now seems like a dangerous but you would have to do that there you could do scheduling remotely right
1: I I would hope so. I don't know. We didn't get into too much detail about it because, like, anyway, she was, like, ready to offer me the job because, again, like, just like this guy is saying in his post, he's like, I'm overqualified for these jobs, which is the millennial curse. We're all very overeducated bartenders at this point, like, because we have so much student loan debt, um, and we all have these, like, a lot of us have weird degrees. Like, I don't have a weird degree, but I know my roommates in college were (laughs) philosophy majors, and I think there's a lot of us like that, so – um. Anyway, like I was overqualified for the job. So she was like really just ready to hire me. But the job paid, honestly, l- more than half, like less than half of what I make now. Um, and so therefore, if I were to ever be laid off and had to get on unemployment yeah. cost about the $600 yeah. stimulus, I would be making more money. But then I was thinking, I was thinking a lot like what he was thinking. I was like, okay, but then that's for four months. And then would I just be grateful to be making any money in this four months if um you know like if it came down to me not having any money at all. So it's a really, really, really tough decision. I actually really felt this question. And in um, some ways maybe different. there isn't it's...
0: one that's really the right one. I mean sometimes we yeah have, we're yeah. faced with two bad decisions. <laughs> Uh-huh. I think
1: – so here's my suggestion for him, which is slightly different from myself. So, like, if I were to be put in his shoes, I got laid off from my job, and let's say that I was making, like, $40,000. Um, I, I don't make that, but if I did make $40,000 – And I got another job offer and it was like, we would pay you $40,000. So I would be making the same as what I'm making at my current position. Um, But this job is like not really necessarily my field. Let's say it's like I would be doing finance. Actually, really interestingly, I do. Somebody from uh, Northwestern Mutual called me and was like, let's talk about you becoming a financial analyst. And I was like, oh, I am not a finance person. But let's say it's that job. And that job paid me the same as my job now, but I got laid off from my job now. So, yes, technically, I would make more just getting unemployment because if I got unemployment, then I would be able to do my, like, Get my unemployment, obviously, and then also the six hundred. Oh, also another thing about unemployment now that they're doing, which is a fun fact: your unemployment now is going to be the same amount that you were making before. So that's what the government is trying oh, to do, is like make sure so that you're sixty percent of it, right? So that's why they're giving you the additional money so that you're not taking a loss. They're giving you the your unemployment should now be the equivalent of what oh. you were making. Um, so that's that's the new thing. So anyway, so let's say that so this new job could pay me the same as what I was making or this unemployment could pay me what I was making, plus maybe even Mm -hmm. a little bit more. My mind, I'm going to be the person, I'm going to take the job. I'm going to take the job at Northwestern Mutual or for him at Amazon because it's going to pay me the same. Even though I would be making a little bit more if I were on unemployment, I think that, like you said, Jamie, It is more secure. And if you're not like, if it were the situation where I was going to be doing the other job that I was talking about, where I was making less than half of what I was making, I would take Mm -hmm. my unemployment. But if it's the same amount, if you're not going to take a pay cut, and you're going to be able to make the same amount, I think that it might be a good idea to take the job at Amazon. Um, Because the job at Amazon is temporary. So is your unemployment. The difference is if you take the Amazon job, you will be adding to your unemployment bank. So if that job ends and you can't find something else, you can always get on unemployment, but you may not be able to find something that pays you what you were making in a couple of months because he's right. There might be more people looking for those types of jobs. So I would say that it would be a good idea to take the Amazon job, but that's also, I am a person who is a a type three in the little Enneagram thing, I like to, I think I'm a person who likes to work and stay busy. So that would be more healthy for me to do. But like Jamie said, if it's more healthy for you to take this time and spend it with your family, then you should do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard choice to make.
1: It's a hard choice to make, but we all have these hard choices now. And hopefully, I mean, it's great that you have options too. Yeah, I'm just happy for you that you have some kind like, an option to even to think about it. So that's always, like, helpful, too. Okay. Any other thoughts about this before we jump into no. the next uh-uh. question? Okay. Here's our next one. This is totally different and maybe
0: not related uh-huh. to the are we day Wait. Day. Are we sure we <laughs> want to do this because of timing?
1: Let's see. Do I have time? minutes. Uh, almost. Forty minutes? I don't know. I mean, we could save this question for another. Yeah, time. or if you
0: want to try it, and then we could always edit it later. Totally up to you. Okay, let's try it.
1: Right. We'll be really quick.
0: Um, but we'll still do our <laughs> okay.
1: My fiance was my fiance was engaged before her before oh, her, her yeah, fiance passed away. Yeah in a pedestrian car accident three and a half years ago, we met a year and a half after he passed on tender. Our first date, she told me what happened. And I noticed an engagement ring on her right-hand finger. I didn't say anything. A couple months in, I brought it up. And M said that she will wear the ring on her right hand until the day she dies. She said she understood if it was a deal breaker, but that's how it was going to be. I was fine with it, thinking it was a temporary coping thing. When I first went over to her house, she owned it with him. I saw pictures of him, the life they lived together, etc. It felt weird present time. We are engaged and even booked a venue for 2021. Uh, I really hope that still happens for you. She did sell her house in a, about eight months into our relationship. Uh, she did sell her house about eight months into our relationship and packed away the photos. She brought a condo for herself and I moved in, and I moved that I moved into when we got engaged, but that ring is still on her right finger. I figured she just needed more time to heal and that after we got engaged, she would take it off We had a heart-to-heart last night, and I told her this, and that it bothered me. She said that she was sorry that it bothers me, that she will not take it off, not now or ever. She said she already told me that when we met, and I continued seeing her. Am I wrong to think that it was a temporary grieving process? She said that there's plenty of room for me in her heart but that she lost a part of herself when he passed, and that she will keep that ring on. I can't help but to think I'm competing with a ghost that she would that she never would have wanted me if he was still alive. What happens when we die and hypothetically? What happens when we die and hypothetically there's a heaven? She meets back up with this guy and my ghost is shit out of luck, not trying to be funny. And I know it sounds dumb, but fuck, why does she have to still wear that ring? Wow. That's the question. So here's
0: the thing. All of these things were apparent from the beginning. And it's, it's not to judge yes. this person because I think it's so true that we uh, just think, oh, things will change, like it, because it's so it's it's mm-hmm. all based on perspective. So our perspective is different from that person's, and we're just like, well, that can't possibly actually be true. Uh, but you know, I had someone tell me once uh, this quote that they had heard about relationships, which is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Oh, yes. That's my angel. Ah, yes, my yes, Absolutely. exactly. So you know, the, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, again, not to judge this person, but it's kind. You know, I think it is to really look at yourself and look at why did I not believe her? Why did I not pay attention to the signs? Because maybe I wanted this to work. Um, but you know, I mean, and and I also think, in fairness, things change. Maybe in the beginning, it seemed okay. And then as time has gone on, but the fact that they're engaged, it's like this, it seems like this could have been addressed sooner and it would have been easier to do that. Um, That being said, like this is where they are now and there's no way of doing that. And Mm -hmm. I totally get where he's coming from that he has concerns that because of this presence in her life, is there room for him? I don't think it makes sense to be jealous because, uh, you know, life happened how it happened and there's no like alternate universe where this person's still alive um Mm -hmm. i I just i just think it's better to think like that's that's the true like we don't have alternative universes where different things are happening we only have this life and this universe and this is the only thing happening um because those what ifs are just so crazy so i don't know if it makes sense to be jealous or be concerned about what if um, however, I do get the idea of where is the space for me? Where am I the priority because of this other person who seems to be almost a third third person in the relationship? Remember, we talked about infidelity, Iris, and I mentioned yes. like anything yes. can be infidelity where like you feel like you're not the priority. So I think that's what he's saying here. Um, and I think it's fair to address it. And certainly, you know, yes, would it have helped to address it earlier? Sure. Obviously, you can't do that now, so now it does need to be addressed. Like, I wouldn't go any further with anything before addressing this. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I really think that probably they – she said – so in this note, it says that um, he – He says to us that she did go to therapy Mm -hmm. for two years after the um fiance. Maybe like premarital. This is like good
0: premarital.
1: That's what I was going to say. Absolutely. I was gonna say that because maybe the comp maybe there is a compromise. Like I am totally one of those people that is very like just like I said in the infidelity episode, I'm just kinda like, no, like I don't feel like that person, the wife in that situation should have to compromise. I kind of side with the white, the fiance woman in this one. I'm like, you know, she did tell you like up front and I can see how, like, if you had something so tragic happen to you and that was a great love of hers. I mean, you can't think about if you were alive because yeah, if you were alive, she wouldn't be with you and that's fair. But well, that's and that's yeah, not and happen. if he, he, he had
0: broken up with his girlfriend, maybe another girl, <laughs> ex, maybe he he's so, so exactly. yeah, I think the what ifs are not helpful here.
1: Exactly. Yeah, like if anything could have happened, and and that is okay. Things happen the way they happen. Like you met her on Tinder, right? I think that's what he said. You met her out of all the thousands and millions of people on there because it was meant to be. Like the things are meant to happen the way that they happen. Unfortunately, what was meant to happen is that her fiance passed away, and that's what kind of led her to you and you to her. So, I mean, honestly, you could think of it as like a beautiful thing. All yes, of those absolutely. situations, like that's who she is as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the situations that have happened to her made her into the person who you love. And without these things that have happened to her, she wouldn't be the person that you're engaged to. So, I mean, I do think couples therapy, I hope that they can find a middle ground where like maybe she can wear the ring and necklace. And I don't know if that would make him feel better, but like maybe that could be a compromise. Like, but Mm -hmm. I do think that, you know, if it's, it's one of those things where I don't, think, I want to be fair and say that I don't think either one of them is wrong. I kind of think he is, but I'm trying to be nice. Um, I don't think either one of them is wrong, but I also think that either they have to compromise, or they should probably not be together, because he's going to have to be a little bit more understanding and accepting, um, especially because she was very truthful with him, and maybe she can do give a little bit on, like, where that ring goes. Um, but I think that because it's important to her, you should accept the fact that it's important to her, and allow that to happen. The jealousy of a dead person is a little scary. And I would kind of be curious if it's something beyond the ring. Like, maybe we don't know more. Like, maybe other no. things happen. Like, does she compare yeah. you to him? Does she say, like, oh, my God, I, I do I do get what he's
0: saying. Oh, sorry. I'm interrupting, though.
1: <laughs> no, no. No, that's okay. I was just saying, like, I wonder yeah, if yeah. there's more, is all I was saying. is like, if it's just the ring, that seems a little odd to me, but it's good that you understand it. Like, they're the, just the ring oh. would be odd to me, but...
0: It's, I was it does sound more. like he's kind of there because he did talk about how when he went over to her place, there were pictures and all these things. Like, it does feel, I get what he's saying about it, it feels like he's a ghost, like he's still present here.
1: But it. But the thing is, remember, she sold the house and she doesn't have those things up anymore. Now it's oh. just the
0: ring. And where does she wear the ring? So but, I must have yeah, missed like, that. She after. sold the On her, no, that's okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm not as good, uh, I am visually. Yeah, I'm not
1: reading it, so yeah, I'm like, you're not reading it, so that's why I remembered and you don't. She, so what he said is when he first started dating her in the house that they owned together, that she and the fiance owned, okay, but that was a lot of stuff. Then she moved and she, so the reason she sold sold
0: the place eight months after she wear it on her engagement, yes, okay.
1: No, she wears it on her right finger. Um, And then she wears his engagement ring on the left finger. So that's what I'm just curious though if like, there's like more happening right like there there could be well things and I that, wonder like, if it's a just big deal know.
0: because and he hasn't said anything because there's a little bit of annoyance with himself for not just for, for letting this go on so long and now it's like irritating him and so well, then he did, he, yeah. you know what I mean it's just like this sword yeah. that like keeps growing and growing yeah. and growing so I wonder if just talking to her about it and just her saying like her being able to validate yeah, I get how this would affect you. I That's not my intention. Maybe that would open things up so much. Yeah.
1: But I think mm-hmm. that's the thing that he said at the end is that he did talk to her and she said she's not oh. taking the ring on. Well, that's, that's probably what made it. Yeah. Yeah, it Okay.
0: Just, <laughs> I missed, I missed
1: the yeah, lot She it. said, I'm never taking the ring off. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. So she, at the very, at the very end, she said, I'm not taking the ring off ever, but I do oh, have room for both of you in my heart. Yeah, She's like, I get why you, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's what she said. Okay. So, so long story short, we think yeah, guys this is probably good. to this, this is challenging. I, I mean,
0: is- I remember I, I went to, uh, when I was in, uh, my master's in social work program, there was a a student who I was uh, friends with. We would do, like, group projects together. And she... um, She was engaged to someone who his brother had died. And she actually also had been previously engaged and her fiancé had gotten in a motorcycle accident. Um, But now she was engaged again. And the guy she was engaged to um, had a brother who died. And her fiance refused to have any wedding party because his brother wouldn't be able to be there. And we, I remember oh, wow. like we were talking about it in class and all of us were just like, it was so silent. Cause we were all kind of like, that's kind of a big deal to make a decision like that, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, and really felt the heaviness for her because what can she really do if this is what her fiance is saying? Um, but you know, she was sharing just like, yeah, I think he still has grief around it. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's really hard because you really want to be understanding of someone's grief process. Um, and yet is there room for other people with the grief?
1: Yeah, maybe this is just not the right relationship. For him um, or for her either like I mean maybe she really does mean it that she will never take that ring off and well again you know believe people
0: when they say things right
1: exactly yep when somebody she told you straight up front right out right out the gate and that was already I think two years or a year and a half after he passed away like she had thought about it and she like that was her decision Um, so anyway, like, I really wish you guys the best. I do understand, like, why you are heard about it. Um, the ghost comment kind of made me laugh a little bit. Not trying to be incensed. He's like, but if we're ghosts in heaven, and then the guy's up there, who's she gonna choose? And I'm like, oh, bro, like, you guys have to go to therapy. This is like, really, 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 really extensive. (laughs) Um. So I really wish them the best. I also feel bad for the ghost in heaven, too, this imaginary heaven that we've set up, because I'm like, well, wait a second. So if you both go
0: up there, is she supposed to just ditch you? Oh, I feel like you guys might you know, have to be polyamorous really in heaven. But I'll leave. That's a really good thing they need to consider. Yeah, uh, I need to think
1: about that. Uh, they need to consider... <laughs> need to in heaven. That might be something to talk about in therapy. Uh, anyway, it was great it was talking, great to, talking you. to you. I will let you get okay. back to your day. Um, you so. Good luck with everything. Let me know if I can virtually support sweet. you. It sounds good. I will talk to you. Bye. Soon. <laughs> okay. Bye.